You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Well, it's uh, eight minutes after nine uh, Central African time on this beautiful evening, this beautiful night, this auspicious night of Laylatul uh, Jumu'ah, uh, my wonderful listeners of Marcus Sahaba, uh, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Yes, we are in the month of Rajab. Tonight is the 12th of Rajab, 1444. I did uh, uh, mention earlier uh, to the listeners that uh, to all of our wonderful viewers, our wonderful listeners, please be aware that uh, this program is not suitable for children as we will be discussing a very sensitive topic. And the topic this evening is uh, on pornography, on porn, uh, the harms of porn. How to overcome it? We do have our beloved brother, uh, uh, Sheikh, our beloved brother, Wail Ibrahim from Australia. He will be joining us now. And we have our beloved senior Ustad, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim uh, Dhamad Barakatum. To all the listeners, remember, you're not allowed to take any names, but you can pose your questions on 084-786-3132. And I want the listeners to listen attentively what our beloved brother, our two panelists, uh, what they have to say and advice they're going to give. Because why? There's a lot of a lot of people that they are addicted to pornography, to porn. And this is breaking our marriages. And don't tell me, no, it's not. It is breaking our marriages. How do we come out of it? If you are addicted to it, how do you come out of it? I just told um, uh, Brother Wail and Hazrat Malana Salim before I... Uh, welcome you guys to the program. I just told the listeners that uh, yeah, uh, I received a message and they were saying that husband and wife, they both are watching it and they feel that it's nothing wrong. Both are addicted uh, to pornography, to porn. Uh, Brother Wa'il, welcome to the discussion and welcome to the program. Assalamu uh, alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Brother Wa'il Ibrahim. My dear brother, Jazakallah Khairan for the invitation and salam to everyone who's listening. How are you, my beloved Habibi? How's the family? How's your health? How's everyone doing in Australia? Jazakallah Khairan. I'm doing well, alhamdulillah. Half sleepy though. It's 3 a.m. <laughs> here, so <laughs> Allah make us easy to awake, inshallah. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Jazakumullah Khair for joining us this evening. Mawlana Salim Ustad, are you there with us? Welcome to the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Alaikum Assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Umrana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and Brother Wai Ibrahim and our esteemed listeners. Yes, a beautiful night, the night of Jumu'ah, a night of forgiveness, repentance, reflection, introspection, and eventually begging Allah for forgiveness mm. and asking Allah to guide us on Siratul Mustaqeem. Allah, keep our Amen. minds, our body, our souls, and our thoughts pure so that we could understand and appreciate our bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. Well, let's, uh, let's begin, inshallah, Brother Wa'il. Uh, and I see the questions are coming in, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it to you, inshallah. The, uh, uh, the platform is open. Uh, maybe you can start with a few words of advice, and then, inshallah, we'll go to Hazrat uh, Mulana uh, Salim Karim. Uh, I, see, I see the questions are coming in. And maybe, maybe the first question I should, I should pop the question is that, uh, how did this come about, uh, Brother Wa'il? And Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim, this about uh, pornography, the spawn, how did it come about? Uh, Brother Wa'il, I, I, I'm, I'm going to start with you, inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Jazakumullahu khayran. First of all, we have to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our creator. And uh, since Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our creator, is our maker, he did not leave us in the air in this dunya without guidance. Mm -hmm. So instead of sending us one prophet, one messenger, according to one of the narrations of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu he had sent throughout history 124,000 messengers and prophets to guide us on that straight path, right? And of course, the final message was the Quran. Mm -hmm. And in it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us to be careful, lower your gaze. Be careful when you look at something that is provocative sexually, you should divert your gaze to the other direction. Otherwise, your private part will not be guarded. Otherwise, your private part will react in, of course, haram way. Mm. 
So since the beginning of time, brother, uh, brother Arafat, the the attraction to each other, the attraction to both genders is mm-hmm. there. It's it's an implanted in our system. So the the images and uh, and and all these imagery of of sexual attraction and so on and so forth. Even even the uh, the Egyptians they had those drawing of such uh, sexual uh, you know images on stones and so on and so forth in the past. However, my brother, with the rise of internet, uh, things became absolutely ugly. <laughs> to a point that Subhanallah Azim, today uh, a young boy as uh, or young girl as young as seven. Wallahi, yesterday alone, I was approached by a, a boy, um, you know, around 15 years old, mm-hmm. and he told me that he's been on pornography since he was eight years old. <laughs> so you can imagine, seven years he's been on porn. And of course, uh, porn would uh, push you to masturbate, and as a result, both activities become addictive. Now, the reason the reason being is that our brain, Subhanallah, was created also to uh, help us <clears throat> um, enjoy the pleasures. Mm-hmm. And once the brain recognizes pleasure, it keeps pushing us by popping up these chemicals and hormones in our brains to repeat the activities. Mm. The brain does not recognize whether this activity is harmful or beneficial. All what it does recognize is the pleasure associated with the action. And as a result, we keep on being hooked on these activities again and again because once these hormones, especially dopamine, is produced in massive quantity, we are out of control. Mm -hmm. We can't control our own action. Whether you are sheikh, whether you are a Quran memorizer, whether you are hijabi, niqabi, whatever the case may be, you are out of control. And uh, and with the rise of YouTube-like video streaming in 2006, up until now, and even it's getting worse now, TikTok and uh, Instagram and all Mm -hmm. these platforms, uh, pornography became uh, super prevalent, and I believe it's uh, in every single home. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all, Yarab. Ustad, would you like to say a few words, Ustad, before we uh, start start with the questions? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-ladhina kafa. أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد الخبيثات للخبيثين والخبيثون للخبيثات والطيبات للطيبين والطيبون للطيبات أولئك مبررون مما يقولون لهم مغفرة ورزق كريم وقال تعالى في مقام آخر قل للمؤمنين يغضوا من أبصارهم ويحفظوا فروجهم ذلك أزكى لهم إن الله خبير بما يصنعون وقل للمؤمنات يغضضن من أبصارهم ويحفظن فروجهم ولا يبدين وَلَا يُبْدِينَ زِينَتَهُنَّ إِلَّا مَا ظَهَرَ مِنْهَا وَلْيَدْرِبْنَ بِخُمُرِهِنَّ عَلَى جُيُوبِهِنَّ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ مَوْلَانَ الْأَبِيمِ Respected brothers, sisters in Islam, elders, and fadilat al-shaykh, wa'il Ibrahim, jazakallah, for the beautiful introduction. I think we have a very beautiful topic and a topic that was spoken 1400 years ago by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, the beautiful teachings of Islam. Waraditu lakum al-Islam adina. Allah has chosen the deen of Islam, the sharia of Islam has covered all aspects of human life. To this extent, the Sharia 
and the beautiful hadiths of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has shown us the sunnah way, the proper way of how to make istinja, how to take ghusl, mm. how to make the yammum, the finer point of hygiene. Three things are very important, Malana, in our lives. One is taqwa. When you have the khawf of Allah, that is, I always say that fear Allah more in privacy than in public. Mm. If you have the concept of Allah consciousness, Allahu ma'i, Allahu naziri, Allahu shahidi. Do you think that we are going to commit guna? So the key factor, if you want to safeguard your nafs, nafsi amara, and that's why Sharia made it very clear. Sexual education and engaging in conjugal rights is an act of ibadat. La rahbaniyata fil Islam. There's no room for celibacy in Islam. That a person says, I don't want to get married. I will never get married. I don't need this. Allah Ta'ala has made it. Deen fitra. Fitrat Allahi allati fatar nasa so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Two key factors. One is taqwa. And the other thing is modesty, sharam and haya. Al-hayaw shobatun min al-iman. Modesty. When you are modest, when you are conscious of Allah, then shaitan has no room, shaitan has no place in your life. Mm. Because you are guided by Allah. You are protected by Allah. So you have taqwa on one side, Murana, and you have, subhanAllah, modesty, sharam and haya on that side. Whether it's pornography, whether it's zina, whether it's stealing, whether it's gambling, whatever it is, innahu kana fahisha. It's evil. It's vice. So, inshallah, brother Ibrahim, mashallah, is an expert in this field. would like to hear from him. I just want to come in from an Islamic perspective in the sense from a Ruhaniyat side, from a spiritual aspect, and maybe inshallah, Brother Ibrahim could come in from a scientific point, from a medical point of view, inshallah, and it will be a fantastic I mean, discussion tonight. So, 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 we're going to try and assist the listeners. Uh, somebody says here from overseas, I would like to remain uh, strictly anonymous. Uh, this question goes to Brother Wail Ibrahim. Is there such a thing as being addicted to sex? I understand that this is a porn topic, but I tend to watch porn a lot as I find myself always craving more intimacy. Uh, Brother Wail Ibrahim. Jazakallah khair. Uh, thank you, Sheikhna. And uh, mashallah, tabarakallah, beautifully, uh, you know, the verses were selected, which are very, very relevant, mashallah, to the topic. As regards to sex addiction and its connection to porn addiction, they are two different things, by the way, but they are very closely related. Uh-huh. Because, as I mentioned earlier regarding the brain, the more you consume this imagery, the more you become addicted to the activity towards masturbation. That's the beginning. That's the initial uh, action that follows uh, you being staring at that which is haram. Because the more you stare, I want the listeners to remember this, the mm. more you stare, the more you store. Sure. The more you stare at something, the more you store in your brain. And the more you store in your brain, now the brain will reach to a point where there is no satisfaction anymore of what you've been looking at. So the addiction will escalate. And that's the one of the characteristics of addiction is that it does not remain at one level. It always wanted more. The more you, you watch, the more you want more. The more you want more, the more you do more, and so on and so forth. So they start with masturbation, and then they go to dirty massage places, and, uh, of course, zina follows. And once you tasted zina, then zina itself, sex itself, becomes addiction. Ya Allah. I hope, I hope... And uh... it goes... It goes it goes way beyond that. Like there are some people even who after becoming sex addicts, they are not satisfied with women anymore. And then they escalate the doses of addiction and they go to same sex, uh, zina and, uh, and, and beyond that, even brother, well, like there are stories like in my counseling office, sometimes yani, I, after the clients leave, I will just do sajda and say, Allah save us. Save us from this, because what's happening even within our homes between husband and wife regarding sexual practices is also haram. Yani many people will practice the haram part of sex 
as a result of the influence of pornography. I just, I, I just hope that answers the question to that uh, listener that sent that question. Uh, I see there's another question, and this goes to Molana, uh, to Molana Salim. This is from uh, uh, Johannesburg. Uh, to Molana Salim, there should be no harm in porn, as one is not doing the actual act of zina, but just watching it. You're not hurting anyone. Anonymous brother, Ustad. Allahu Akbar, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالْحَافِذِينَ فُرُوجَهُمْ وَالْحَافِظَاتِ فَعَدَّ اللَّهُ لَهُمْ مَغْفِرَةً وَأَجْرًا عَظِيمًا Both men and women who safeguard their private parts. Zina is the physical act. Mm-hmm. But all those, that, all those factors that lead to the real act of zina is also considered zina. Just to give you an example, during the time of Rasulullah a young man comes to the Prophet and says, Ya Rasulullah, give me permission to commit zina. Obviously, the Sahaba Kiram were worked up. How can somebody ask such a question to the Prophet? Sahaba, calm down. And said to the young man, come closer to me. Let your knees touch my knees. And look at the wisdom. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is trying to make this young man understand. So Rasulullah asked him, do you have a mother? And he said, yes, ya Rasulullah, I do have a mother. Would you like someone to commit zina with your mother? He says, definitely not. And Rasulullah said, if you're going to commit zina, with somebody, most probably she could be somebody's mother. Do you have an aunt? And again, Rasulullah poses the question, would you like somebody to commit zina with your aunt? He says, no. Rasulullah again further explains to him that the person that you're going to engage with zina, most probably could be somebody's aunt. Do you have a sister? And Rasulullah took him on this journey to make him understand. Mm. And finally, what did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa do to this young man? Wasallam placed his hand on this young man's heart and made a dua. Allahumma tahir qalbahu. Allah cleansed this young man's heart from all the evil and filth. farjahu. <laughs> and Allah protect this young man's private parts. So, to think about all these fantasies and to fantasize he, as a young man, he's saying, what's wrong with that? I'm not doing the act. I'm just thinking. Gee, to think about zina is an act of zina. Zina of the mm. eyes is looking and staring at the young women. <laughs> zina of the hand is touching gee, and feeling. Zina of the leg is walking to that area or to the individual with whom you want to commit. All this is included in the definition, wala taqrabu zina. Allah Park didn't say, wala taf'alu zina. Allah Park said, don't even go near. So all those factors that lead to zina and the real act, everything is haram. So to think, to fantasize, just to have that feeling and fantasies, that is also included as zina. Contributing factors to zina. Keep your thoughts clean. That's most important. That's why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Mulana, Teach your children adab, and Allah blesses you with children. Keep a good name for them. Give them the best Islamic education. And when they reach a marriageable age, get them married. Why did the Prophet ﷺ said, if Allah has blessed you with sons and daughters, if they commit zina or fornication, right, that guna will equally rest on the shoulders of the parents. So do we want to take on the burden on gunas of other people when we are drowning in our own gunas. So it's the duty of parents to talk to their children about sexuality, the, the content, the age, and according to their understanding of, of the matter. Mm. It's the duty of parents to conscientize their children. Mm. Because if we are going to commit any form of fornication or zina, the guna and sin will equally rest onto the shoulders of the parents. Hmm. Our lame excuse is what? They're too young. They, they don't have the money. What did Allah Ta'ala say in the Quran? Hmm. 
marry those women who are single or those who are single men and women this common excuse and lame excuse abhi bacche they wait behind the ears but they can do lots of other things so allah pak is saying if you are fearing poverty and that's why you're holding back allah says yughnihimullahu min fadli i personally will enrich them so when allah is taking and standing guarantee that i will look after that young man and young lady who wants to say god be a chastity and be is that then who are you and me but it starts with right from home where we need to start educating our children when that son and daughter becomes conscious of his genitals ji it is important to tell that child speak to that child in accordance to the level of understanding it starts right from there that journey so may allah taala give us tawfiq parents we have to come Ameen. here Ameen. and play a pivotal role shivana Uh, 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 I'd like I'd like to uh, to jump in if you don't mind brother to just uh, add a few things and may Allah bless you Sheikh uh, the the questioner also is talking about I'm not harming anybody it's like I'm watching in isolation and so I'm not harming anyone so what's wrong with that yeah uh, first of all we don't have right to harm our own selves this number one like our very being is owned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's why Indeed. we say inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un we belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so even if if this content is harmful to the individual alone it's also wrong it's also haram this number one number two growing up you're going to get married inshallah ta'ala you will be harming your wife you know why yes. because these content will condition you to only seek those pleasures through screens pixels and masturbation as a result you will lose interest in the halal intimacy that allah provided for you so you're going to harm your wife your wife is going to catch you in the act and her mental health will be affected your children might catch you in the act and as a result you lose respect for so pornography is not something now become harmful to the individual alone it can destroy almost everything beautiful in your life mm-hmm. just i thought to have that remark yeah there's a, there's, a, there's a question coming from uh, from uh, uh, KZN what is the effects of pornography uh, to brother wail the effects what is it uh, brother wail Uh, Bismillah, alhamdulillah. So number one, uh, I wrote a book called Aware, Find Out Who You Are Without Porn, discussing 12 areas in life that are destroyed by pornography. Uh, the most yani, destructive of all is the shrinkage of the physical frontal lobe or the prefrontal cortex in the brain. It shrink, uh, its size gets smaller and smaller and thinner and thinner to a point that a person starts feeling lack of motivation. Mm. lack of motivation about things that they love doing like the, the the things that they are passionate about they start feeling less motivated to do anything mm. they love to be isolated uh whenever the chance arises so that they can you know feed their their walls or feed their brain with these content as a result they start feeling uh, loss of memory they start not having you know the ability to remember uh events in the past uh thirdly lack of focus and concentration and that's uh, very prevalent now among youngsters who've been addicted not only to pornography but also to tiktok videos these 10 15 seconds videos that will keep them up until past midnight and go to school the next day having no clue what the teacher is teaching or what the content of their class uh, you know the, the the curriculum is 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 teaching and so on and so forth As a result of all of that my brother they come to a point that they have no ability to make a decision decision impairment is uh, now a big talk um, you know among neuroscientists as a result of porn consumption one of the worst also is erectile dysfunction for men and something called uh, situational anorgasmia for mm-hmm. ladies those ladies who are addicted and we have to make a note here that even sisters may Allah protect us all are not excluded from this evil they also get addicted to these content uh, erectile dysfunction is called even porn induced erectile dysfunction so uh, having inability to perform sexually as a result of being conditioned by porn content for the sisters and the the situational orgasmia anorgasmia is a condition whereby uh, a, a, a person does not reach climax during sexual intimacy with their husbands because of the same reason because the brain conditioned themselves to attain that pleasure through uh, porn and masturbation uh, and worst again another one, i don't know how many worst are among the effects of pornography on human beings um 
is the relationships, divorce, 60, uh, 56% of divorce, divorce cases in the <laughs> state, non-Muslim country, happen because of pornography. Um, what else? Uh, and uh, yeah, in the past two, three years, I've noticed now that, uh, and this is, I think, by far is the worst, okay? So mm. let's, let's just highlight this one, is uh, atheism. Now, some people may ask, what is the connection between porn addiction and atheism, disbelieving in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Because addiction is, is something that you don't want to participate in. No one wanted to be addicted. So after every relapse, people go and repent. After every relapse, Ya Allah, save me from this. Mm. But they don't change their lifestyle. They don't improve their iman. They don't surround themselves with righteous companies. They don't go to the masjid frequently. They are still stuck behind closed doors watching, you know, these haram movies and whatnot. And as a result, they keep going back again and again within the same cycle. As a result, at the end of that journey, some people now we have noticed on a big scale, they start losing faith in Allah. Allah is not there. He's not listening. You see, I've been praying, I've been doing this, I've been repenting, and as a result, they lose their faith completely. Hmm. And I could go on and on, brother, forever about the effects of pornography on our lives. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Somebody says here to Mulana Salim Karim, I understand uh, that porn is haram, uh, but what if it is your only way of satisfying your urge and not committing adultery? Come on, Mulana Salim, anonymous, Ustad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ya ma'ashar al-shabab. Look at how beautifully Rasulullah is addressing the youth. Mm-hmm. Okay, all group of young people. Anistata'a minkum al-ba'a. Those of you have the ability and capability to marry, fal yatazawwaj. Now, it's an, it's an instruction. Get married. Those of you have the means and capability and ability to marry <laughs> How did the jurist of Islam interpret this instruction? If you know that if I am not going to get married soon, I'm definitely going to get involved in zina or fornication. Then it is faraz and obligatory on you to get married. One. Number two, you know that if I don't get married soon, then again, there's also a very strong possibility that I'm going to get myself involved in fornication in Zina, and it is wajib for you to get married. Number three, I have control of my nafs. I have the ability to marry. Alhamdulillah, I can take care of a wife and look after her. Then Alhamdulillah, it is sunnah. The an-nikahu min sunnati, Rasulullah said. Al-Nikahu Sunnatul Anbiya. Nikah is the Sunnat of Anbiya. Al-Dunya Kulluha Mata'a wa Khayru Mata'i Dunya. Al-Mar'atul Sadiha. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has made everything beneficial for us in this dunya. But the best of gifts and assets is a wife that can give you sukoon, can give you peace of mind, can give you total satisfaction, insha'Allah, and fulfillment of what Allah has made halal. So, Mulana, Allah Ta'ala, give us tawfiq. And there is a dua. I think we need to understand. We need to be more connected with Allah, as Brother Ibrahim is saying, that this is a very important thing. What is the effect of haram? Mulana, we don't realize that how shaitan is waswasa and his evil tricks is destroying the morality, the iman, and the beauty of Islam. What happens, Mulana? Mm-hmm. You engage in any harab, whether it's pornography, whether it's sina, whether it's uh, uh, fraternization, whether it's drinking, dancing, singing, think of all the vices. What happens to you as a Muslim? Number one, Allah Ta'ala takes away all the barakah. Your life is void. There's no barakah. There is no peace. There is no tranquility, sure. number one. Gee, number two, the opportunity of repentance is taken away. When a person is soaked in this pornography and haram activities. He doesn't for a moment think that tomorrow I have to die. What happens if I die in the state? Let me tell you the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Those who masturbate, what is the punishment for them on the day of Qiyamah? From the palm of the hand, because they use that hand to do an haram act. Gee, Lots of babies will come out from here. Everybody is going to ask, gee, 
that intercourse or conjugal rights that you fulfill with your wife, wabtahu min fadlillah. Don't waste it. Your near is procreation that Allah Ta'ala has given me a healthy body. I'm inshallah engaging with my wife. Rabbi la tazarni farda wa anta khayrul warisi. If you want to understand the concept of sexuality in Islam, subhanallah, how beautifully Allah Pak has explained in the Quran. Fa'atu harsakum anna Allah, Brother Ibrahim will inshallah explain to you, inshallah. But I just want to take to you this ayat of the Quran. Do it naturally. Why do we want to be unnatural? Why do we want to do something against Islam when we mm. have a natural, a corrective way taught by Rasulullah and Quran and Sunnah? Okay, what is the Sunnah way to engage in conjugal rights and fulfill your desire with your partner in nikah? When we have all that information at hand, why do we want to do something that is totally foreign, haram and unacceptable, and that's going to destroy every fabric of your future life, your own health, your spouse's health, and inshallah, if they score the children, what legacy are we leaving behind? What lessons? <laughs> so Allah Ta'ala has described so beautifully in the Quran, the fa'atu harsakum anna Come to your land and plow and grow in your fertile land as you please. Wabtahum in fadlillah. And the reason for conjugal rights and inshallah, having pleasure with your wife is inshallah after ejaculation, Allah Ta'ala can unite both husband and wife and inshallah, a child can be conceived. That is the maqsad of nikah, <laughs> procreation. And how are we wasting it? In these haram, unnatural ways. <laughs> so Allah Ta'ala has explained it so beautifully. Come to your wife gee, in the most beautiful way you want, whatever position you want, but do it in the right place where Allah Ta'ala has asked us and Rasulullah has guided us in the hadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So the Quran has spoken to me about it 1400 years ago. It's nothing new what people are telling to us today. It's all corruption and destruction. <laughs> See, Islam is a pure deen of Allah, deen of fitra, and Islam has explained this 1400 years ago. Subhanallah. And in the 15th century, Allahu Akbar, you know, there was a great scholar who wrote a manuscript on the whole concept of sexual relationship. Islam was far advanced. All this that is happening now, all the psychologists, sex therapists, or whoever is coming now, gee, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, 15th century, subhanAllah, Muhammad ibn Muhammad, he was a person who, as a Muslim scholar, who wrote about sexuality in every aspect of sexual activity. So Islam is far advanced. And MashaAllah has given this beautiful explanation of what sexuality is in Islam and how it should be done. Mm, so, mm. respected brothers, Alhamdulillah, follow the deen of Rasulullah. Do what Rasulullah did. Look after your eyes. Look after your private part. Look after your modesty. Let's go to, to uh, overseas. Uh, this is to brother Wail Ibrahim. Uh, a lot of parents will definitely be in denial as we think this is my innocent angel. They can never do this. Mm. What are the yeah. red flags? What are the red flags or indicators should we as parents be on the lookout? So, after we recognize these indicators or they get caught in the act, Brother uh, Wail, what is the next step? How do we as parents offer support to a child going through this? Because it's from overseas. Jazakumullah khairan. First of all, uh, yeah, in addition to what the Sheikh mentioned regarding, you know, guarding our eyes and uh, seeking to get married in a halal relationship, parents out there also need to facilitate marriage and make it easy for youngsters because uh, I feel for the brother was asking earlier about what do we do? We're not married. What, what do we do? So, mm. and as a result of, as a result of the ridiculous expenses associated with marriage, uh, Unfortunately, youngsters fall into zina and fall into these vices at a very, very, very young age now. Sure. And as the sister or the brother mentioned earlier, it's uh, parents are usually or mainly in denial of of this fact. 
they they keep on telling the children, wait, you finish your education first, and after you finish education, you work first, and after you work, you save first, and after yes. you save, you buy a house first, and after you buy a house first, get a car, and whatnot. It's endless. By the by, the time they reach thirty, they have already have children. Wallahi, sometimes the 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 the, the children born out of zina are are just on the streets now. So we need parents out there listen get carefully. Make marriage easy. Make it as simple as possible because within that simplicity, the Prophet ﷺ said, lies the barakah. Lies the barakah of halal. <laughs> and, and this is this something that we need to really be, be absolutely careful of. I, I, I made a promise to my daughter that who, whoever she wanted to marry, so long as he's a man of deen and akhlaq, mm. wallahi, and if he don't have, wallahi, I will leave my home for them. I will get, I will build something in the backyard for them, something simple and, and humble, you know, to start off the relationship in a halal way, but no no nonsense behind closed doors. So this is just a note uh, for, for those who cannot get married as a result of the expenses associated with this uh, beautiful relationship. Secondly, parents who have handed over devices to their children create strict policies of these of these you know of the usage of these devices because mm. once you give a child a device internet device and you allow him to take that device into bedroom he or she are already on pornography i'm telling you that with all confidence sure. they are already aware of what's happening they are already aware of these positions they are already aware of the filth that pornography produces and that impacts them in the future when they get married they wanted to apply what they've watched on their own spouses, which is haram. You know, I don't want to get into explicit description of what they do sometimes. <laughs> Second, create also uh, filters in your home. There are many, many uh, applications and, and mashallah providers. And by the way, I want to mention one of the specific uh, application, if you, don't, if you allow me, Brother Arafat. Uh, there, is, uh, there is a software called Bark, as in dog barks. <laughs> Bark, B-A-R-K which is, subhanAllah, interestingly, it's operative in South Africa and in Australia only, subhanAllah. It's only available at, at the moment in, in South Africa and Australia. But that doesn't mean that that's the only software. There are other softwares like Covenant Eyes, like Family Zone. All these softwares, their job is to monitor these nudity and these pornographic websites and shut them down. <laughs> so provide these applications to your children. Guard, you know, these these uh, guard your homes with these softwares, and always be vigilant uh, uh, to to you know to what what your children are watching, what apps are they downloading. There is, for example, an application that is that looks like a calculator. Like when you open your cell phone, there is a calculator sign. But when you click on it, it's a pornographic website. It's a chat between those youngsters and the webcam uh, sex, uh, you know, cyber sex and whatnot. But the application is actually marked as a calculator. So parents would be looking at an innocent thing. So you have to be absolutely vigilant on, on the top of that game. Bark in particular has a function of reporting. This, like, if your son or daughter try to watch something or try to do something, immediately you receive a report that there is a red flag, that there is something. Uh, now, if you discover that they are already on pornography or if you discover that they are already addicted, mm -hmm. you need to seek some professional help. Allah. You need to enroll. And alhamdulillah, wallahi, brother, because addiction is so overpowering. Now, so overpowering. Of course, spirituality, as the Sheikh mentioned, is absolutely essential. Iman moves mountains, right? Indeed. Once your iman is is is, is really deep rooted and strong in your in your heart and mind, it's very difficult to fall into these vices. <laughs> but if you slip, if Yani Barsisa, the priest, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu told us that he was known in the city as one of the worshippers that everybody trusted. Yet he ended up doing zina. He ended up killing uh, a lady and her son, and he ended up lying. He ended up prostrating to shaitan, and he died as a mushrik. Right, and he was known as Abid, as one of the strongest words. So none of us is immune from falling into this. Yeah. Even those who are with the strongest faith, they can also fall into these vices. The question is, what do we do if we fall? Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Rafurun Rahim. قل يا عبادي الذين أصرفوا على أنفسهم لا تقنتوا من رحمة الله إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. Tell my servants who have transgressed. Against themselves, you are harming yourself. Despair not from the mercy of Allah. So don't ever give up hope. 
in, in the mercy of Allah. No matter how many times you relapse, get back on your feet and repent and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help you out. But take also the necessary measures, the necessary solutions to get you out of this. So improve your iman and seek professional help at the same time. If you get sick, you don't just make dua. You also go to the expert, Indeed. Uh, the doctors, to, to give you some medications to, to, to heal and so on. Hmm. So may Allah protect us. I, 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 I just love your answer. I love your answer. And uh, I love Mulana Salim Karim's answers. I see there's so many questions. Somebody says, I need urgent help. Mulana Salim, I find the need to first watch porn and rev my body motion before being intimate with my spouse. Why is this? Mm-hmm. How do I stop it? Ustad? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq to understand the beautiful concept of nikah. Uh-huh. And I said to you earlier on, when you do things the natural way, why do you have to take all these types of medication, drugs, or why do you have to watch all these types of fights to rub yourself up? But Allah Ta'ala has kept it natural. As the important thing in Sharia, when it comes to your interaction with your wife to fulfill your conjugal rights, what's the word? In the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the word is mula'abat, means foreplay. Mulana, this is a sad part. To make love to your wife is an art of doing it. There's a way of doing it. You know, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked Hazrat Jabi, this is a very beautiful hadith. Uh-huh. I want, inshallah, to get the details of this hadith. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one day asked Hazrat Jabi radiallahu ta'ala, uh, did you get married? He lost his wife and he had five, six sisters. Rasulullah asked him, did you get married? He said, gee, ya Rasulullah, I did get married. Who did you get married to? He said, ya Rasulullah, I got married to a widow. And she's senior in age. So Rasulullah said, why didn't you marry a young girl? You would have enjoyed her. She would have enjoyed you. She would have laughed with you and you would have laughed with her. Allahu Akbar. The key to sexual relationship in Islam, where total satisfaction for both partners is on this key word of mula'abad, the act of foreplay. Where you arouse each other the natural way. Everybody reacts differently to different ways of arousal. Each individual is wired differently. But if you look at the ahadiths of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is mula'abad. It's both ways. The husband needs to be active, so should be the wife. Alhamdulillah. That's when Allah ta'ala prepares you. It takes a bit of time. It's just not jumping onto your partner and doing like how animals just jump mm. on and do what they have to do. It's a very beautiful, natural, pure, natural act. And alhamdulillah, Sharia has guided us that if you want to be intimate with your wife, see, first go and read two rakat namaz, purify yourself, take ghusl, apply perfume, set your mind from the beginning, inshallah, that tonight I want to fulfill my conjugal right. <laughs> set the scene right. So this person is saying that, no, I'm seeing pornography because it gives me a, a rav. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> this is weak and absolutely a stupid argument. Mm. When Allah has kept the natural things in you, why don't you want to apply the technique that is naturally built in you, inshallah, to achieve the best result? Mm. Yes. Let, let, so, uh, and that's the addiction already. That's the addiction, Shaykh Nawallah, subhanAllah. Mm. Like, uh, uh, and and because, uh, because the brain, as I mentioned earlier, has conditioned him to do this, he, he, will, he will feel the need to do this again and again, and it will go beyond that and even worse. SubhanAllah, the only remedy is to just rewire your brain and, and bring it back to its original state, as the Sheikh mentioned. Hmm. The more you stick to the natural way of consuming this relationship, the better you get, inshallah, in the long run. But the, the key factor is to quit. <laughs> quit what you're watching so that you can, inshallah, ta'ala, enjoy what is real, what's just right in front of you and halal and pure. I think uh, you chose the right word abstinence, that's it mm. you know, you don't Allah need Allah. this in your life when Allah has given you natural why do you want to take unnatural things and pollute your mind and your body and your soul when Allah oh. has given you natural ways indeed I see there's a listener from UK says that Mulana uh, Arafat, I think uh, you guys should have this topic quite often uh, because this is hitting uh, the Muslim Ummah. 
Somebody says here uh, to Bravo Wail and to Molana Salim, intimacy what my partner has become less, less satisfying. Watching porn satisfies that urge. I prefer watching them being in the actual situation. How can I stop this and create more satisfaction in my spouse? To Brother Wail, it is not that I am not attracted to her. Brother Wail. Yeah, so we said earlier, we said earlier, um, the Sheikh mentioned the hadith of Jabir radiallahu anhu arda, and also mentioned about how the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would advise us to spice up the sexual intimacy between our halal spouses so that we don't get to that point of boredom, that we are not as excited as before. Mm-hmm. Like our bodies become accustomed to one another. When, when we are, you know, exposed to each other's bodies and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. that I'm talking about halal spouses, then we start feeling a little bit of boredom, and that's natural. And that's part of the test in marriage, subhanAllah uh-huh. al like, uh, I married her brother, I get a lot of complaints from sometimes husbands say, brother, I wanted to marry again. Okay, why for? Because my wife became a little bit uh, overweight. Or, uh, you know, her body is not as attracted to me as before. Or uh, he became this, or he became that. But that's part of the package of marriage. SubhanAllah, we grow old and our bodies change. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to see how would you appreciate each other even if your bodies have changed. Because he did not marry her purely for mm. sexual pleasure. That's not the main intention. It's a means to production, as the, bro- the brother, the sheikh mentioned earlier, so that we can have, uh, inshallah, our children who we'll, we will bring up upon Islam and we reunite later on in Jannah, where there will be no complaints whatsoever. So this this part of the challenge. So if you watch, this is the challenge, if you watch pornography, to attain that excitement so that you can intimate with your wife. You know what will happen at the end? As the clients, one of my clients, you know, a couple in my office have uh, once mentioned, that the, the lady discovered the, uh, the act of her husband. Then she told him, honey, uh, don't worry, no problem. Uh, anytime you have the urge to watch, just call me so that we can watch together, excite each other, and participate in this act together. And mm. after a couple of months doing this, brother, the wife herself became addicted to pornography. And each of them abandoned the sexual relationship. And only pornography and masturbation was the only source for them to uh, attain this satisfaction. <laughs> uh, so when you go to the haram, subhanAllah, even though the haram is pleasurable for a few seconds, it takes away all the pleasure. And it's enslave you into haram activities and dark phases of depression, anxiety. Mental health discussion is a big thing, right? Depression is now in discussion that it is actually one of the outcomes or one of the consequences of engaging in pornography. (laughs) So it's your call. Do whatever it takes to attain that pleasure through the halal means. Whatever it takes, so long as you don't approach your wife in areas that the Prophet ﷺ and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prohibited. Yes. Other than that, enjoy each other to the fullest. <laughs> but do not approach any means that is... It's like, brother, I'm poor, so let's uh, rob a bank because I don't have money. What can indeed, I do? Indeed. Uh, I, brother, I don't feel excited. Uh, I, I don't feel, you know, the, the enjoyment, so I'm just going to do haram. No, it, there is no justification for the haram to attain pleasure. <laughs> There's no justification. May Allah protect us. I mean, I mean, I mean, we've got about uh, seven, eight, nine minutes uh, to end the show. I've got about 37 questions. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to pose one more question. And maybe, inshallah, uh, Ustad, Mulana Salim, you can, inshallah, maybe uh, give us some uh, enlighten on this one. And maybe to Brother Wail as well. Uh, I know there's a student of Dean who's listening to you guys. Uh, she does not want to mention from which country. So, but it's, it's okay. And she says that some men are so engulfed in porn that they have no interest in their wives at all what is the way forward to such a couple uh please i need assistance from both the panelists uh ustad it's a student of deen may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to understand the beautiful Amen. alim of rasulullah just to give you an example uh-huh. during the time of rasulullah one day the prophet was in the bazaar and accidentally or unintentionally, a woman, a woman went past. Uh-huh. And Hudud went back immediately home and fulfilled his conjugal rights. Mm-hmm. 
and made ghusl and came for salah and sahaba ikram observed that the zulf of Rasulullah is dripping with water. So they asked Ya Rasulullah, Aapne ghusl kiya? Did you take a shower? Did you bath? And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam confirmed and said, yes, this is what happened to me. I was in the bazaar and unintentionally, my gaze went on, on the lady and immediately I went home and fulfilled my conjugal rights mm-hmm. because what the lady had, Allah has given that to my wife. So Mulana, there is a sister who is asking that why do you want to compare? First of all, it is haram to look at the gen- genitals of any male or female. First of all, that is gunai kabira. Mulana, you are looking at two strangers committing the act of zina. Mulana, this is totally haram. Number one, you're doing a great injustice. Your self-esteem, your self-respect is gone. You are, you know, what you're doing, you're just trying to imitate. You have no class in you, as far as I'm concerned. As they say in Urdu, mm. you know, he's such a useless that he has to look at other things to get himself satisfied. Sure. When Allah has given you and me. You know, in the olden days, Malana, the women who understood what sexuality is, what intimacy was, they were awliya Allah. They were pious. They were tahajjud guzar. They were in niqab and parda. They were crying to Allah in sujood. But at night, they would dress up. They would put on the best of perfume, the best of clothing. And they would go to their husbands and say, here yeah, I am present. Please fulfill my desires and you fulfill your desires. Subhanallah. I think our women also need to wake up. Inshallah. They should be looking very much more prettier, gorgeous, awesome, whatever word you want to use. So that, alhamdulillah, there's no need for your husband to go and look elsewhere for beauty when Allah has given you beauty naturally. As somebody says, you know, pool mankar kya karoge, the wife asked me for a bouquet of flowers. I said to her in reply, why are you asking me for roses when you are this beautiful rose for me? So, Mulana, this is very important for our mothers, our wives to understand that they should dress up and look the best of best when it comes to their bedroom matters. Mm. Well, no, this is very important. Mm. So Islam has an answer for everything. There is no need for us to copy anybody. You, each one Allah has given a gift. Well, no, as somebody said, you know, women have this habit of saying, Mirajisam, Meri Marzi. This is my body and I'll do what I want. Mm. As This was a slogan, I think, in Pakistan. Mirajisam, Mary Marzi, this is my body, as Fadila Sheikh said. Allah Pak created us. This body is an amanat from Allah. Wafi anfusikum sirun. Why don't you look at this human body that Allah created? How perfect, how beautiful, how meticulous Allah has created this body. Mm. And still we don't appreciate it. This body does not belong to you. You cannot abuse, abuse and misuse this body. This body is an amanat from Allah Ta'ala. You need to nurture it. Look after it, and inshallah, will appreciate it. Uh, 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 brother Wail, your, your, your final, your final comment. I see somebody just messaged me now. Tell brother Wail Ibrahim, my husband and I, when we intimate, he records it. I feel so ashamed, Sheikh Wail, student of Din. Oh, that's that's he recorded video, videotape. Astaghfirullah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, so this is this is very dangerous, and it happens. Countless times also I, I heard from so many people and these videos uh, find them the ways to pornographic websites. So do not allow your husband or anybody to record this very, very private confidential relationship between a husband and wife. We are not allowed to even narrate, you know, narrate what happened in our bedrooms with our spouses, let alone record it and have it on our cell phones for our children to access at will or for a sick-minded person to find these videos and upload them on these websites. So do not allow him. There is no obedience here. <laughs> the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, said there is no obedience to any created being on the account of disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a disobedience, clear disobedience of dishonoring this relationship. So don't do that at all. Another thing for the uh, previous question regarding also, again, husbands and wives and whatnot, my brothers and sisters, if you're listening, if you are a husband mm. who is addicted to pornography, go run to your wife and tell her, I need your help. Mm. Tell her, I'm sorry, and, 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 you know, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to assist you in just going to your wife and opening up that secret 
and tell her, listen, I need your help. I can't, I can't do it anymore. I need help. And reach out to us. Alhamdulillah, at the Aware Academy, we have so many coaches, so many counselors who can help you walk you through this journey, inshallah, of recovery. And bring your wife with you. So it's not just now about uh, getting rid of your addiction, but also relearning how to become a better husband, how to become a role model for your children, redesign your life according to the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad <laughs> Clean up your environment. Avoid isolation. Filter your iPhone. Wallahi, there are millions of solutions. They are difficult. Yes, I agree. Life itself is uneasy, but it's worth the attempt. Instead of being in that cycle until you meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your sin. Because man mata ala shay'in bu'aisa alayh. Remember my brothers and sisters, whosoever died upon something, if you died in any action, good or bad, you will be resurrected upon that same action, standing before Allah, doing the same action. So which action do you want to die upon? That's something to, you know, leave you all to reflect on. May Allah, Ya Rabb, grant us husnul khatimah a good ending before we depart this dunya. <laughs> you know, Ustad, we can go on and on and on with this program. I, I have to leave it there. But uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe to that sister, because I see the sister says to Sheikh Wa'il and to Mulana Salim, uh, he has so many videos of us when we intimate. I mean, hijab. I don't know. Can, can I say, Ustad, and no. Brother Wa'il, can I say maybe the sister to walk out? Is, is that a good answer? Yes or no? I'm just asking. Ustad. Uh, before, walking, before walking out, brother, bring it to your family members if he do not delete and... Uh, Remove all these videos from any device or any video cameras or any phone. Uh, reach out to your husband. Tell him, listen, delete all these videos. Take them off completely. Otherwise, I'm escalating this to your family and to my yes. family. And yes, it could reach to a divorce. Ustad. Yes, it could reach to a divorce. Take that phone and smash it. Allahu Akbar. Because you cannot <laughs> yeah, not... in my privacy. One. <laughs> No. Number two, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, never describe another woman, a woman, a wife, should never describe another woman to her husband. And nor should a husband describe his wife to another woman. It's such a private thing, as Fadila to Sheikh said, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah's lanat and curses on that woman mm. and that man who disclosed the secret events that took place behind closed doors. It doesn't mean, as I said to you, you need to fear Allah Ta'ala in public and in privacy, and more so in privacy. By taking this video, what are you getting out of this? Because you see, monkey sees, monkey do. Sure. That's what I'm going to say, Mulana. Mm. What did Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said? When you are engaging in intimacy, cover yourself with a sheet. Don't be like an animal and expose yourself. So you taking those videos, and your partner is exposed. Where is our akal and our brain? <laughs> if I was that sister, I would take that phone and smash it. Throw it into the fire. Really. And even if she has mm. to pay for that phone again, be it. Because it's my private life. It's mm. my body. It's my amanat and my integrity. Mm. And nobody has the right as Qadila to share. This is haram, forbidden, and you cannot do this. Okay, guys, I, I, I will have to leave it there. <laughs> I see there's a friend of, of uh, Sheikh Wa'il. He says that, uh, please uh, continue with this topic next week, Thursday. Tell uh, Sheikh Wa'il, he's also from Australia. and he says I, I am ready. <laughs> I am ready to come to South Africa. Even, brother, I'm waiting for the South African Islamic centers and masjids who are still reluctant. Uh, and I'm sorry to say that publicly, but I'm saying it because uh, enough is enough. The country is affected. Yes. South Africa is affected. The entire continent, the entire world is affected by this plague and we are still burying our heads in the sand. I'm waiting for many Islamic organizations who have promised to, brought, to bring me over to conduct intensive courses for our leaders, for our schools, for our universities, for our family members, parents, to uh, get ready to wage this battle against pornography addiction and its consequences. Mm -hmm. So I'm ever ready, inshallah, whether on on your on your beautiful radio uh, show, Brother Arafat, or uh, elsewhere, inshallah. Inshallah, indeed, indeed. Ustad, we're going to leave it there. I see somebody says, report this guy to the cops. But anyway, let's let's leave it there uh, because time is up. I'm going to continue with this, inshallah. If Brother Wa'il and Mulana Salim is available next week, Thursday, it's so sad. It's so sad. Uh, to both the panelists, Jazakumullah wa khayl wa ahsanul jaza. Ustad, fi amanillah, I have to leave you guys. Uh, please. <laughs> uh, I mean, inshallah. Ustad, fi amanillah, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
Yeah, it said, it said, it said, it said. I see there's even an Ali, Mr. Molana, also posing a question as well. But of course, I'm going to send this podcast out uh, to Brother Lokolo. Jazakumullah uh, khair so much for giving me five minutes. I asked him, I said, Brother Lokolo, can we just end about five past, ten past? And he says, okay, go ahead with it, Molana Arafat. It's so sad. I, I can see the questions here. It's so sad. Anyway, time for me to love you and leave you this beautiful night. Make dua. Uh, make dua for yourself. Make dua for your wife, for your spouse. Allah Ta'ala put that love and muhabbat and that bond, inshallah. From myself, Arafat bin Ibrahim Hati, I see you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, as safina to Ilal Jannah. Allahumma ahdina wa ahdibina wa ahdina sa jamia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.